0: Apart. You never let a broke nigga break your heart You never let me leave the crib without a mark Reject them favors, that's your favorite part, yeah Pull up on you with some bread for you Tell your name up on my chest for you Make was doing, say the prayers for you Breathing room, I say my bread for you Pouring up to another shot, yeah, yeah You wanna press with the rock, yeah, yeah. I'm spending like I got a lot, yeah, yeah telling me to stop yeah yeah twist it up in the while yeah yeah in the club as a show yeah yeah if it was in a while yeah yeah if it was very oh baby oh baby what's popping man i am who i am my name is my name And welcome into episode 62 of Shooting the Shit with Sands. How are we doing today, man? I got the mic back. I don't think I have any buzzing in the background now because I got a new cord for it. It, for it? It feels amazing. Oh, God. How are y'all doing, man? Just off a workout. Feeling good. Feeling great. Um, The weight is not coming off like I want it to. But also what I've done in these workouts is done actual strength. I've actually lifted some weights, and I've done a lot of more of push-up, what they call calisthenics, right? That's what they call it, calisthenics. Um, you know, and yeah, it's just been, just been a good time working out, uh, trying to get healthier, shit like that, trying to lose some weight before I go on this trip with the homies. You know, it's so weird. I'd rather look good for the homies than anybody else pretty weird, but you know, other than that, how we doing, man, fantasy football season's coming up, once again, when it comes to this content game, I'm gonna be here, I'm gonna be killing, I'm getting a new apartment in a month, the setup will be totally different, I'll have neon lights, I'll have a sports backdrop, Um, basically, we're gonna get a two-bedroom, But I can save like $300 a month, which doesn't seem like a lot to some people out there. For the common man, that's a decent amount of money, bro. That's my car insurance and the electricity and the internet, shit like that, you know. But the cool thing with this this apartment is it has this quote-unquote dining room slash office space, right? So it's like a little nook in the corner, but it's kind of big. It's like a little bedroom. It's actually really cool. It's got a wall on it. It's all blocked off and shit. It's pretty fucking cool. I'm going to get a green screen. It's on the way. I'm getting all this different shit, okay? So in about a month, this podcast is going to take it to a new level. Another update on this podcast. I was doing it at the beginning of my channel sometimes, but I have to start doing it more. I know it's hard to keep your attention because you don't know what I'm talking about, right? It's hard for me to keep your attention for an hour on one video, but the way i'm gonna do this is what i should have been doing all along i'm gonna take my podcast cut it up into little bits and pieces post it on the channel in separate videos so you can give me feedback on those as well um another thing i'm gonna do i'm gonna pay a dude on fiverr to make me a logo all this shit right we're gonna we're gonna just go balls to the wall with this shit um I did not record on Sunday. I got fucking caught up with work. Shit happens, bro. It happens. All right? It it happens. But how are we doing, man? I am who I am. My name is my name. And welcome into episode 62 of Shooting the Shit With Sands. I don't even know if I said it. I may have said it again. I zoned out while I was ranting. How are y'all doing? Are y'all enjoying these conference finals? Are ya? Told y'all to watch out from the for the Suns in the beginning of the playoffs. Or actually, in like the middle of the season, I told you to watch out for them. Um, did I think they'd beat the Lakers? No, of course not. They weren't healthy, though. So, obviously, the Suns won the series. Um, also, watch out for this cord. You can see I got the mic back, right? And if this cord falls out, it falls out. Fuck it. I'm um, just going to have to restart where I started from, right? I'm going to have to go back to where I started from. So, um, in these conference finals, it's pretty interesting um, how how dominant these teams have been. And you can say, well, the, the, the Suns have had close games. To me, they're obviously the better team. I'll get into it. We're going to get into both series. We're going to talk about game time. Bro, I just can't wait for fantasy football. You know? This year, I'm taking a different approach. You see, with fantasy football, um, doing homework to me isn't really like, you don't have to do homework with fantasy football. In a sense that you don't have to deep dive into these random numbers. It's like you go look at targets, you go look at catches, you go look at off-season acquisitions and see if they added another main guy to their roster or not. And then you go from there. Most of this shit, mostly in 12-man leagues, is being the fucking clown. Most of the people are clowns in my league. Maybe I'm the clown for not doing it. It's just not my... My swag, bro, my swag is not being up till 2 a.m. and getting waivers when they pass at 3.30 a.m. in week one. Like, bro, I just drafted a team, and every time anybody drafts, they think their team can win it. I don't care what you say, right? So me having that mentality just like everybody else, right? Everybody else has the same mentality I do. But these motherfuckers go on the waiver in week two, scoop up everybody that's a handcuff of a handcuff of a handcuff. They got two tight ends. They got seven running backs. You know what I was actually going to do? I swear to God, I may do it on draft day. Now, this is my thing. I'm going to have fun this year, right? I'm going to have much more fun on fantasy football, okay? This, this fantasy shit takes years off your life. Am I saying I'm not going to be competitive? Absolutely not. That's stupid to say. I'm not going to say I don't care. I'm not going to say I'm not going to be competitive at it, and I want to win it, of course. When you get in a group and all, with all the friends and shit, the thing that I laid off this year was the shit talk. Because, like, no offense. i just not going to give it the time of day. Because, these, you know what happens is, that's why I don't shit talk anymore, because how my seasons have gone in the past, this past year. I'll go look up the stats and post them right on this fucking video. Right now, I'll go look at it. I think through week six, week six or seven, I was top three in points four, maybe even top two. You get one injury. Your team is done. Now you're like, well, you don't have any depth. What? Where's your depth? Will you shut the fuck up, bro? I drafted like seven running backs, right? Oh, back to my original point. You know what I was going to do this year? Just to troll people. And they would actually get mad. I know they would. And they'd be like, why are you doing this, bro? If you're not going to care, you're going to get kicked out of the league. And all this salty shit they do. All this, all this, they tell me I take it personal. But when I do some troll shit, they get mad. How how ironic, right? How fucking ironic. Hunter, you take everything so personal. You fucking crybaby. Sensitive signs, huh? And then when I go into this draft, and my first five picks, seven picks are all running backs, I was literally going to do that. I was really going to go round 1 RB, round 2 RB, round 3 RB. If Patty Mahomes was there, I was going to take him round 4 RB, round 5, round 6, round 7, round 8. And you would go, why the fuck would you do that? One, to troll. That, that is obviously the main reason I would do it, okay? That is obviously the main reason I would do it. Secondly, it would just be fun. Because guess who they'd have to trade with during the trade deadline? Guess guess whose phone they'd have to call? The guy who declines all trade calls no matter what. I could be fucking two and six, two and five. I'm not doing a trade. Just not what I do. I did it last year. Uh, fucking, it's, it's, dude, I'm about to go another fantasy rant, and we're just going to go. I don't care. This happens every year in this fantasy league. And mostly I'll call him out. I don't give a fuck, Chris. Chris does it every year. He he says he talks to everybody, right? But when he when if you if I got to see his recent text messages and trade rumors, right? Let's say there was a rumor meal in the fantasy league. It would be with every team that is in the bottom three of each division. It would be it every single time. He tries to take advantage. Nobody said anything about that Keenan. Allen trade for uh, Daryl Henderson last year? Fucking Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. At least give us some time to think about it. Let people get their points out. But me, I'm about to start copying and pasting my point for somebody else to say it. Because everybody thinks I'm being salty about a trade when all I see is the top teams getting better and the poor getting poorer. I see it every fucking year so I took advantage I gave him three live warm bodies he had no warm bodies on his whole fucking team I gave him three live bodies for Adam Thielen those guys ended up scoring like four points a week and I was getting 20 out of Thielen then he got COVID then he got people forget he got COVID he got fucking COVID bro (laughs) it was a joke last year I, I had the injury bug last two years I ain't worried about it though at the end of the day, there are certain people who take pride in fantasy, right? I don't. I know I know what I'm doing, and at the end of the draft, you will never look at my team and say it's trash. Now you could be like, "Oh, you can say about every team because you don't know preseason. that's not true in a 12 man, you're going to know whose fucking team is trash, and that's why 12 mens are low-key trash. Now, do I want to be in a league where everybody's putting up 150? Maybe not. But I tell you what, I don't also want to be in this league where I'm going to the waiver wire in week four. And all there is is IRs, outs, a hurt hamstring, a Q, a a third string wide receiver who suddenly gets bumped up. Like, what are we doing? You know, it's just that you can sit here and say all this shit. I guess during the second week of the season, I got to go change out guys who I just drafted. I I just drafted them, and why? Did I guess on them? I don't think so. Are they uh, a handcuff to somebody? Probably. Why would I get rid of them to get a dude for one week who goes for seven carries, 80 yards, and a touchdown? Why would you do that? And then people think they're good because they get that guy. And then his starter gets hurt in week seven. So they see her with six weeks with this guy zero goose, goose, goose. This is why you get him, Hunter. This is why you get him. goose, goose. And then he, he starts and he gets 11, 12, 22. Bro, I'm so getting fast. <laughs> You're just so calculated. So fuck calculated. Dude, you could do that. It's called a fantasy draft. It's not called fantasy transaction, pray, and fucking hope. It's not what the fuck it's called. It's called a fantasy draft. That's what makes me sick. Just call it a, a, what is called a fantasy football league? (laughs) All I'm saying is, just fantasy football in general is full of bullshit. It's about, people really don't like to say it's a lot about luck, right? They don't want to say that. They don't want to say it's 100% about luck. It's about health and all that. And you can say, well, I predict unhealthy, so I draft deep. Well, most of the time, if your starters are out, you ain't doing good, man. Right? So if you don't draft well with your starters, then you're not going to be good. And your starters are what? Your first, how many, eight picks? Then a defense? Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? That's just a little fantasy football rant. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I just sit here in these mocks and I'm like, the reason I can't mock is because I got fucking 11 tryhards in my fucking league. I got 11 people who know what they're kind of doing. Now, did Weaver, I mean, there's one guy that didn't, uh, Hess's brother-in-law. Did Weaver know what he was doing? I don't know. But he was taking the advice from Hoss. He should have been dog shit. Right? So if he's taking advice from Hoss while Hoss is tapping Chris on the leg asking him who, she, who he should draft, you know you know, I don't know. These are just thoughts I have. I mean Hoss just sits I have a reserve cri- uh, seat by Chris. Hey man, what do you uh, what do you think right here, right? This is good value, right? Hey, this is good this is good value, right? This is this good value for this guy? Hey. Hey hey buddy, hey, this is good value for this guy right here, right? Right, Chris? Chris can say he tells him to fuck off. But you know you're gonna let something slip. You're gonna let something slip. I mean, he traded Dalvin Cook for Jonathan Taylor and uh, Julian Edelman. Do I need to go down that road again? Do I Do I need to go? All I'm saying is this year, man, I can't control what other people do. Might as well not veto a trade for the whole year because they don't get vetoed. You know why? Because people aren't as self aware as me. Okay? They're not. I'm sorry. When I look at my team, last year I go, I'm one injury away from being fucked. A lot of other people don't do that. So when they see a trade, they go, I can win the title regardless, dude. Fuck it. No, you can't, bro. You've been six and six every year since we started, okay? At least I've made it to a championship. And I made playoffs every year except for two years I got the injury bug. Two. So, it's like, it is what it is. That's just a fantasy football rant. That's all I got for you on fantasy football. But it's coming. It's going to be fun. I'm wearing the Buccaneers shit, man. And we're coming, man. We're fucking coming. Got A.B. back. Oh, we got everybody back, man. And A.B. wasn't considered a starter. But here we are. I'm just ready. Ready for the trip. Ready for... The whole shit to start, man. It's going to be a fun time, man. Football season is always fun. But why do y'all come here? Y'all come here for the expertise in basketball, okay? And I do know football. I, I kind of shit on myself with football. I do know my shit in football. Um, Once again, do I know the backup left guard on the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars? No, I don't. But I can tell you. Tell you who's out there, who's running what, what they're doing, what their flaws are, what they're good at, who's good, who's bad, and how to not draft a fantasy team as in with logic. You don't draft with logic. You don't. You guess, you pray, and you get trade bait. That's all you do. I've been going for 15 minutes on fantasy football. I could go for an hour about fantasy football, about how it's literally just... If I, if I draft eight running backs, I'm going to have four people knocking at the door. Y'all give you a starting receiver for your RB6. Okay. Or they're going to be, this is what this, this arrogant ass league will do. Oh, I'm going on one. This arrogant ass league that I'm in will sit there and be like, oh, we're going to let Hunter burn. <laughs> Hunter's got eight running backs, no receivers. We'll just let him die out. And then the playoffs become, you see one guy, you see Moody and Chris. I mean, Chris really has never had a dominant regular season, you know, um, which is why he trades a lot. You get what I'm saying? He's never really had just a utter dominant regular season. Then he sees Taji. Oh, your borderline playoff team? Let me give you a boost, dude. All air quotes. If you're listening on Spotify, boost. Let me give you a boost. Yeah, there's your boost, bro. Take Daryl Henderson and run with it. I'll get Keenan and get 35 a week in a standard. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, man. It's just the deer is wounded and downed, all right? In this case, you let it suffer. You let it suffer defeat, but nobody in the fucking league wants to do it. They all love Chris. I love him too. But God damn, you got to put feelings aside when it comes to this trading shit. And now I look like the person that gets emotional during fantasy football, don't I? (laughs) Oh, that league is so corrupt. It really sickens me. Like, I'm not even making jokes anymore. There is so much bullshit that they don't even... Sorry, I'm looking for my phone charger. That they don't even try to pick up on. Like, they act like bullshit doesn't happen in that league with these trades. Like, what are we doing, bro? And they think I'm scarred from that Kareem Hunt trade. I've never been scarred about no fucking Kareem Hunt trade. It happened. The difference is, I don't accept every trade that comes to my doorstep. And I don't make every trade. Just throwing out 12 trades. Or getting 17 fucking waivers. Jesus. We're going to take a break right here. Not a commercial break. I'm just cutting the vid so I can plug in my phone so it doesn't stop my shit suddenly. I'll be right back. Thank you. Fuck that fantasy football league, man. I'm still going to pay the 400 and we're still going to ride. Be right back. And we are back, man. Listen, we're getting into this NBA shit, bro. Some boring-ass series going on, but I've been watching them so I can get some good content, whatever. I don't even know if it's good content. So we've gone through a couple games in these series since my last pod, right? Dropped last Wednesday it's been almost a whole week. Jesus, I didn't even drink any. What the fuck is happening? Um, been a, almost a whole week since I recorded last, right? And just the Suns look like it's going to be a really fun collision course in the finals. So that's what makes me happy. But these fucking conference finals have been a struggle. Last game, I got some stats. Hold on. It's on my phone. So I had to get my phone charger. Um, let's go to my notes here. Last game, okay, with the Clippers and the Suns. Did you think it was a good game? These refs are trying to ruin shit, but they've made new rules now. They want perfection, right? No human error. We want everything right, but they don't review it for the Clippers when it obviously goes off campaign's hand, just like the play. I think it was on Devin Booker the previous game, Right? And they go review it, and they do it. They, they gave it back to the Clippers, but in this game, they didn't review the one on campaign. Thought it was very stupid. Uh, very, very stupid, because that's Clippers' ball. But another stat, is funny as fuck. Clippers were 0-for-10 on uh, field goals that would have had them in the lead. Paul George, uh, what? That's not his name. What? What do we call him here? What Which nickname do you want, right? Green Leg George, Pissy P, Playoff Piss. Which one do you want? He's missing free throws. And, and by the way, we can blame the refs or whatever you want to do. But did y'all know this, that the Clippers were the, they had the highest free throw percentage of all time by a single team? Did y'all know that? They shot under 70%. Two nights ago. That's when it was. Two nights ago? Well, when this comes out, three. They shot under 70%, and they lost by, what, four, I believe? And you can blame the refs all you want, but fuck, man. You're playing like shit. The, the second half was one of the worst halves of, the whole game was trash. I'm sorry. It was, it's like, oh, it's close. But I could have not watched that game for half of it. And I wouldn't have seen the made basket. Listen to this shit. 84 points is the lowest point total in a in a win this year in the whole NBA season. Wild. Just saw that on Twitter. I know. I'm over here doing research on it. I saw. I I did research on this. Suns went 0 from nine, for nine from three in the second half, and shot 24 percent the whole second half. And if you're the Clippers. You really have to look yourself in the mirror and see how much of a missed opportunity this is, even with Kawhi out. Devin Booker is 18 for 59 the last three games? What? Shooting bait in the 30s close to? Well, I guess that's, that's, yeah, it's in the 30s. Um, And you can't take advantage of that? I I honestly don't understand it. I don't know how you can, you can blame it on Kawhi's injury. I would, too. Obviously, they missed Kawhi's on the top five, seven players in the world. Duh. But I'm saying without him, to me, they should be winning this series. No Chris Paul for two games. Devin Booker plays like shit. Three straight games. You give up an alley-oop. Wait, was it? Am I tripping? Was it two games? I'm fucking tripping. Anyways, because that's when they got the game-winning yak, right? Game two? Game one? It was game three? It was game three because they've rattled off two in a row. That's right. I I keep thinking it's 3-0. Sorry, guys. I'm over here. I'm still – I'm honestly – I could still go back to the fantasy shit. If you want me to be real – I could go back to the fantasy shit, but I'm not going. Boogeyman's looking at me, bro. Nah, I'm not playing those games. Not playing those games with the closet door. Next thing you know, somebody pops up out of it. Anyways, this has to be a lost opportunity for the Clippers here. The Suns, who have been to, in my personal opinion, the best team in basketball, considering the Nets, were hurt. They did not have their three stars the whole year. I think they played, what, like eight games together, nine games, something like that together in total. If that um, Lakers were hurt, I think they're better than the Jazz. I think they're I think they were better than the Bucks throughout this whole season. If you don't forget, the Bucks really didn't get going until after All Star break. So they've been to me the best team in basketball, and you have their best player who is Devin Booker playing like shit. Their leaders out for two games, and you can't you can't get it done. You can. I'm still. Oh fuck. I'm still caught up on when that DeAndre Ayton shot happened. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. I gotta look it up. Why is my Wi-Fi not on? You know what? This is beside the point. DeAndre. You see, guys, I'm a normal guy. I mean, I can't remember the what I ate for breakfast this morning. DeAndre Ayton buzzer beater. I gotta see this. Sorry. So on LTE, of course, god, you know, you go over that data limit, you get it, do y'all pay all his own phone bills still? Not yet, I, I truly believe parents owe you a phone bill till the day you die, that's just my humble, gracious opinion, and now it's not loading, it's not, anyways, let's move on, okay? Now, like I said, I still have the Suns in six, even though it's looking five. I just bet them money line. So, the only thing that's keeping me watching these games, if I'm being blunt, is me gambling on them. Um, These series have been rough to watch. These conference final series have been trash. Uh, Once again, Paul George just, you know, his stats really have never been horrendous in the playoffs, as in in total, you know. But I think that when you nitpick players, you can't just look at their overall stats. You know, it's you have to look at certain moments. Him missing clutch free throws in back-to-back games—it's not a good look, man. It was Game Three. The buzzer beater was Game Three. <laughs> Had to be. Um, yeah, because they the Clippers won Game Two. Okay, I'm tripping. Um, And game one was fantastic. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. Fuck it. I'm right. Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah, just. He just ain't built for the moments like that, man. And hot take incoming. Hot take incoming. I don't think he's a number two on a championship team. Would I be saying that if Kawhi was healthy? I don't know. But. The reason I have never picked the Clippers to win a championship, and I still won't, is because Paul George is on their team. I've seen him, people are acting like that whole way off P thing has been like that just for the Clippers. No, man. Y'all got to go, and it kind of started with with Joe Ingles. It was before that. Two years before that, he took LeBron seven, um was that 2013? Yeah, I believe so. Uh and then after that, he hasn't really done shit. Was that 2013 or 12? Anyways, uh after that, it really he hasn't been a great playoff performer. Once again, his stats are incredible when those big moments come. He shrinks. And I'm not I don't think Paul George is bad at basketball. There's no way you can if you take out Clutch, Gene, he's probably a top 12, 15 player. He can do literally everything. He's a good playmaker, can shoot the lights out, middies, threes. Still somehow, with with after breaking his leg, he dunks on people. He fucking finishes at the rim. He's incredible. He's amazing defender. Just not built for the big moments, and that's why I guess Kawhi is needed, you know? Because so I think Kawhi goes and closes some of these games out. But you can't play the what-if game. We're looking at what we're looking at. It's obviously over. The series is over. Tyron Lue has done all he can do. Uh, Zubac is out for game five. And yikey, yike, yikes. Yikey, yike, yikes. So that's what that is. And uh, yeah, man. Let's get into this Bucks and Hawks series. I'm going to stop this video. Once again, I'm trying to do my thing. Uh, stop this video. We're going to get into Bucks and Hawks. And now I'm going to talk about the Dane Lillard situation because I think it's pretty fucking important that one of the best players in the world is... I- I'll just get into it. He's asking for it. I think he's going to ask out. We're going to see, though, man. We're going to see. Okay, Bucks and Hawks, man. Listen. This series is garbage. Uh... To win, Trey Young has to put up 50. It's it's horrible. Um, once again, I told y'all, Chris Middleton is baby Kevin Durant. And he's a homeless baby. He's a crack baby. He's a crack-era's baby, Kevin Durant. That's who Chris Middleton is. Um, he goes to the first three quarters, puts up 18 points. Comes out the fourth quarter, puts up 20 in a single quarter. He had 20 points. In the fourth, the net, the Hawks had 17. In the fourth, it was incredible. It was incredible to watch. Uh, when he gets hot, he's one of the best players in the league. He has that Clay Thompson thing where you know consistently he's gonna be a pretty damn good player, right? And I think Clay Thompson is better than him when healthy. I don't think he'll ever be better than him again. I hate to say it. Clay was the only warrior I, like, absolutely loved. And then I fell in love with Steph Curry again this year. I did. um, And truly got to appreciate him. And I've always appreciated his greatness. I don't know why that came out like a shout. I truly appreciate it. Um, But I truly appreciate his greatness overall anyways. But it just made it so crazy. Like, honestly, man. And I'm not even going to bring up LeBron here. That may have been the worst roster to ever even have a chance at the playoffs. I mean, LeBron took a really bad roster to the finals. I said I'm not going to bring him up. But that just shows Steph Curry's greatness. That team is a G League team. That, that team is trash. Mostly with James Wiseman out. And I think James Wiseman's going to be a good player. Um, do I think they could make a move with him? And don't they have the 7? I think they have the 7 overall pick as well. Yes. I think you could bundle Andrew Wiggins and the 7 or James Wiseman in the 7 for, for a really, really fucking good player, man. James Wiseman came out of a class, goes second, played very well with uh, while he played. He played very well before getting hurt. And I think he made them a better team. Uh, Than what they were, obviously had no talent, but yeah, I think a lot of teams probably are very high on James Wiseman still. Uh, he had a wrist injury. It's not, didn't he break his wrist? I believe so. It's not a knee. It's not an ankle. It's nothing like that. It's just a wrist. So he, he could be he could be a moving piece in the off season to be nice to see. Uh, but the Bucks and the the Hawks, there's really not much to talk about here. I think we see who the most. I mean, who is the more dominant team, right? I mean, this series is over. We can say it. It's okay to say it, man. We don't have to sit here and be a fake, like, optimist. Like, no, but Trey can... No, man. The Bucks have shown we are better than you, a lot better. Because, one, the Hawks... The Hawks aren't even close to them defensively. And Giannis is... There's nobody on that court that can guard him. You know? I saw some possessions with Capella on him. And... Giannis is too quick for him. John Collins is too small for him. Had been foul trouble. Just a lot of things. And then Trey Young hurts his ankle stepping on the ref's foot. I mean, Jesus Christ. With those fucking polio braces he had on his fucking ankles. God, how do you roll your ankle, bro? He literally had a peg foot. He has prosthetics and he rolled his fucking ankle, bro. I don't understand. I don't know how he did it, but, you know, expect the unexpected, right? Where amazing happens. Wasn't that the slogan back in the day with the NBA? Where amazing happens. Prosthetic rolled ankles. I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, but, yeah, that series is straight toast. That that series is over to me. Uh, the only adjustments I can see is brutally murder one of the Bucks' best players. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's getting morbid. Um, yeah, I don't see a way that the Hawks can win the series. If you're depending on one guy to do all that, I I think I saw this recently. Was it was it the Mavericks? Was it Luca? Yeah, bro, you're gonna win two games. Maybe. Luca's so great. He had us convinced the Clippers were done. <laughs> that's, how, that's how amazing Luca is. Luca's so amazing that the Clippers were getting relocated to fucking Seattle. The, the, the duo's over. Kawhi's going to Miami. He's leaving. He's, the, Paul George is going to get stuck in Washington for Bradley Beal. Wild shit, right? That, that's what Luca had us thinking. Trey's just got us going. That was an amazing game. And honestly, like it's actually cool to see this, right? No LeBron in these in these conference finals, which I'm. I mean, I, I'd rather have LeBron competing for a title, obviously. Duh, I'm a LeBron fan. Rather have Jimmy. What is happening? Is this thing so long? This thing's still, just got an Adobe alert. Remind me later. Um... I have to go back. It went out. I have to see the frustration on my face when that when that happened. That is so funny. Um, goddamn, creating content is not an easy game, man. It's not an easy game with technology. Like I said, it's like Floyd. You win a you win a couple rounds. You think you won the fight. You never win the fight, buddy. Technology's undefeated, motherfucker. And that's why Steve Ballmer. You know, talking about technology, that dude. I actually love him. How passionate he is about his team. So funny how passionate he is. Just a random thought. But the Bucks, man, it's just one of those times where you go, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. They got the best player on the court. They got the third best player on the court. They got the fourth best player on the court. You're not going to beat them. And they aren't just the third and fourth best players on the court. They are the third and fourth best players on the court that can be the best player on the court. Drew Holiday can be, well, the second best player, but Drew Holiday can be the second best player on the court. Chris Middleton was the best player on the floor yesterday. And it's so funny. It's just this thing, like I said, with Luka. We're so used to, and LeBron and all the great players. We're so used to Giannis already, man. We're just so used to this guy. Well, Giannis, you know, he had his his 34 and 16. Eh. You know, Giannis did his thing. Like, that's really how Giannis is talked about. Giannis did his thing. Nah. What? What? He's one of five players to have 10 plus 30 in 10 games in the playoffs ever. And they're all sinners. And he's averaging five assists with it. Like, we're looking, if he wins a title, look at me in my eyes when I tell you this. Hear me through your headphones and imagine me in front of you. Just don't close your eyes. If he wins a title, he solidifies himself as a top 15 player of all time. <gasps> what? 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 With one? Yes, with one. Now, this is, this is why, man. These titles are looked at different. That's why I said KD fucked his legacy. And, and a lot of people disagree with that. This He did not fuck his legacy that he can't be a top 10 player ever. Right? He fucked his legacy because he put a barrier. He put an imaginary force field of where his ranking can be. No one will ever put KD in their top 5. Ever. If you do the caveat of what I've seen, of course. No one will ever put KD in their top five because of how he handled shit. If he gets one in OKC, his rankings are unlimited. And I know that sounds nuts, but real basketball heads know how this works. Real sports heads know how that works. And Giannis, just the, the... I don't have the exact list. I know it's short. To have multiple MVPs, a Defensive Player of the Year, and a Finals MVP is unheard of. Not a lot of people have it. It's a list without LeBron. I would imagine the list goes Kawhi, Michael Jordan, and if it happens, Giannis, Kareem. There's no way Kareem got Defensive Player of the Year, right? I mean... No way. <laughs> no way he did. Um, yeah, th- I mean, I can't think of anybody else. I mean, maybe back in the olden days, but, I mean, that's pretty far back. I can't think of one. Uh, Tim Duncan, I don't know if he ever got Defensive Player of the Year, but that would make sense if he's on the list. Oh, Hakeem Olajuwon, Uh maybe. You know, I'm just going off random things. Random thoughts in my head. Maybe that's a. Maybe that's the list. Maybe if I Googled it, that would be the list. But, and you have to look into the future too when you say shit like that. Like what I just said. Do you think Giannis, okay, let's say Giannis doesn't get any better. Just doesn't get better, right? No better at all. <laughs> well, <laughs> if he doesn't get any better, he's going to average... At bare minimum, I'm talking about when he's 36, he's going to average 24. 24, 26. I mean, this dude's a walking 30, 12, and 6. And arguably the best defender on the fucking planet. You get what I'm saying? Like, we're not looking at it right now because it ain't the finals yet. Trey Young could go for 53 straight games. I don't know. Because Trey Young's been doing some wild shit. Like going 4-for-22 and Ben Simmons choking a series. Wow. He's been doing wild shit. <laughs> oh, it's always fun to take shots at Philly fans. Took shot at Jimmy. Once again, you yeah, haven't reached further than him in the playoffs yet. Um, but, yeah, that series is over. Uh, to me, it is. And maybe I shouldn't say that. But it is to me. I think the Clipper series is over. So, to me... We're going to have a Bucks and Suns finals, and I can't fucking wait. I can't fucking wait for Devin Booker to see, like, Giannis on him at some point, you know? Or Drew Holiday, and that would be an awesome matchup, right? Two of, to me, let me just say my opinion, the two best defensive point guards I have personally ever seen in my life, ever seen. Drew Holiday and Chris Paul going at it, at each other. Two well-respected players who can score, defend, all that. it be beautiful to see. Robin Lopez and DeAndre Ayton. oh. Chris Middleton and Devin Booker matched up. Jay Crowder and Giannis. We saw what Jay Crowder did to Giannis with the Heat. It was nice. I mean, you just got all these people. Mikael Bridges. Who's the other guy that starts for them? Who cares? Um, yeah. It's, oh, PJ Tucker. Jesus Christ. What a fucking series. God. Can't wait for it because it's over. It's fucking over. <laughs> it's over, man. So that's going to be fun. And to wrap the pot up, man. Here we go. Dame Dalla. Apparently has issues with um, with the coaching selection and how they went about it. Now to Dame Dala, man. Listen. Wow. I mean, this is kind of of shocking to me. He wanted Jason Kidd, right, and Jason Kidd declines. I'm thinking in my head, huh, Jason Kidd's going to stay at the Lakers and try to pursue Dame Lillard. Oh, and these reports, this is a big deal. So Chris Haynes and Damien I saw a tweet um from Dragonfly Jones one of the best followers on Twitter hilarious guy that Chris Haynes is his dude right So I, I did some random research Yeah Dane Lillard is the source of that rumor Dane Lillard and him have a very close I'm talking about very close relationship like friends not reporter athlete friends like real human being we go out together we go to dinner together. So that source is probably Dame or his agent or like his brother. I'm not joking. Ju- and Chris Haynes has all these. Rep- all If you go look up Chris Haynes, Dane Lillard, if you get past all the the, the news shit, right, you just see all these past reports. Dane Lillard this, Dane Lillard that, Chris Haynes, Dane Lillard this, Dane Lillard that, all from the same source. It's very weird when an individual player has the same source. I've never seen it like this. Never seen it. Like, you don't see a source from LeBron. LeBron's like, yo, this team fucking sucks and we need to trade. He's like, I'm just going to say it. Or like, it's like, the source is Rich Paul, his agent. You know what I mean? They'll just say, say my name. I don't care. Say my name, say my name. Um, But yeah, I think there's a lot of suitors for him. Uh, the thing is, everybody wants Dane, but you got to look at who actually has assets, right? The Raptors will always have assets. Um, the Heat have assets as well. Shit, the Mavericks don't have the assets to trade for him. They just don't. They just don't, right? Right. There, there's there's few teams the Warriors have the assets to trade for him. Uh, that's interesting. You have to give up a big contract for him, obviously. That's why I think you should you could pair Wiggins with Wiseman, and I think it would be worth it. I think if you give Wiggins and Wiseman for Dame, you get Dame, Steph, Clay, Dre on the same team, fam. Could you imagine being a defense, and like you just got done guarding Steph Curry, and he goes to the bench? You get to take a deep breath just to guard Dame Lillard. That would be fucking horrible, man. Horrible. I I think it's going to be interesting to see where he goes as a possibility. You know, like, even I think the Clippers have a chance to get him. Anybody with a max contract player and a couple good pieces, obviously Reggie Jackson's going to get a bag. You could sign and trade that motherfucker with him. You get what I'm saying? So there's all these little pieces. That's why I think the Lakers have no chance to get him. The Lakers have no chance to get Dane Lillard until it goes into and when I say that I keep going back to this hard thing. When you force your way out, they're going to they're going to deal you regardless. I mean, look at the value they got. They got none. They got nothing for him. fucking Kelly O'Linnick. Larry Kelly Bird, baby that's who they got. So when you force your way out of town, I guess anything is possible, right? I guess anything's fucking possible when you force your way out of town. But if we if we're doing the the contract match game, it's going to be very hard and I don't see Portland This is a this is a organization, remember, when they decided to build around Dame, they blew the whole thing up. Nick Batum gone, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge gone, all of them were gone. All those starters were basically gone. It was him and CJ. I don't see how they move on from Dame and not CJ, or how CJ doesn't see Dame go and go, well, I'm out too. Does that make sense? I don't see how they don't leave together. Some way, somehow, I just don't see it going down that way. And they don't really coexist that well. They don't. I've never seen them both. I've watched the fucking Trailblazers a long time this year. <laughs> a long time this year. Um, and they've been in the playoffs a lot. I never see a game where Dame has 40 and CJ has 30. And I know your two, two players aren't supposed to combine for 70, but it's going to happen once in a lifetime. If I was to look up how many times they combined for 60, I bet it's lower than you think. I bet in their whole time together, this is a wild prediction, I bet it's less than 20 times. And I'll post it on the screen if I can. Combined for 60. Two guys who average Dane 30 and CJ 20-some, anything over 22 in his sleep as a secondary guy, they should at least, like if I did 50, that's kind of rigged. But to combine for 60, that shouldn't be that hard. Shouldn't be that hard to me. But you know that's just my thoughts. And Friday, I'm maybe Saturday I'll, I'll pull it out. Um, I'm gonna come in here, and I'm gonna give a couple teams kind of off season, not preview, but off season once needs all that shit else. So I've been doing some research on it, and like who has expiring contracts, all that bullshit. Like, the Heat have $70 million in expiring contracts. That's why anything is possible with this Heat team that, uh, coming into the offseason. So, it's going to be interesting. But for this episode, man, episode 62 is a wrap, bruh. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. I love everybody listening. Shout out Taji. Um, some of his words on Twitter, keep me going. And not that I need extra motivation, but it gets me hype to do the pod still man so thank you to him shouts out to jay tots on twitch capital j capital t-a-t-s god call of duty player but for now the pod go is out in the, world, yeah, yeah. in the club as show yeah yeah if it was 't the could yeah yeah if it was Drunk enough to write a song about you, yeah. Only ride to say the words bout you. Only why to keep the truth for you, yeah. Big got the proof for you, you yeah. yeah, yeah. deserve it. Oh, you listen, oh. now. now. Only why to say the vouch Only why to keep the truth for you, Drunk enough to a song Only why to say the world's bout Only to keep the truth for you, yeah. Here you go, I got the proof for you, yeah.